Hi, folks. Welcome back. It's Wildcat Minute, where we talk about High School Musical 2, one minute at a time. I'm Condra. And I'm Tyler. And today we're talking about Minute 52 of High School Musical 2. Minute 52 starts out with Troy saying, yeah, I know, I'm just saying. (laughs) Not too dissimilar from how we sound on this here podcast. Yeah, I know. And ends with Troy telling the water aerobics class they are doing an awesome job. Oh, boy. So, So. again, we have two different scenes. So we'll finish up Jack and Troy, and we'll then move on back to Lava Springs. Yeah, so we're finishing up this conversation about the, the awkwardness that Troy was feeling with the attention he was getting from the Evanses. And Jack explains it in an interesting way that I think helps Troy, but maybe not to the full extent. Jack says that there's no shame in getting attention as long as it's earned. And I think that's an important point to Troy, that it's not unearned attention. Like, Troy is good at basketball and was good at golf and a good person. Yeah, I mean, like, (laughs) well, I don't know if you can be earned, that that can be earned, Tyler, your, your attractiveness. I, the, the point I'm trying to make is that all of this is coming uh, about because it happens that Sharpay has a crush on Troy. Mm-hmm. If you ha- happen to have a crush on any of the other basketball players, this same thing might still be happening to Zeke or Chad or whoever. Yeah. Although I don't know if Jack would be so like, yeah, you're really special. I think it ha- is also enhanced because Jack is his father. Oh, Yeah. I'm I'm just saying that like Troy is getting what he's getting because of like this confluence of things happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Not to mention like I don't know his whiteness or whatever. Oh, and, and his apparent wealth. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. He's he's definitely palatable enough to the Evanses mm-hmm. to 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 benefit from that benefit of the doubt, I guess. Attention, yeah. But Jack also reinforces that. Scholarships are special because there are only a few of them. So if this is a real opportunity, Jack is trying to reinforce that Troy should not shy away from it. Like it is hard to get a scholarship in a lot of circumstances. Especially especially for their, you know, presumed financial situation. It seems like Troy might really need it in order to get what's going to get the money he needs to actually go to college. Um, We're also looking at this car situation right here. You know, they're fixing up this like old, old truck. Jack even calls it a heap. Yeah. And it becomes apparent that it is meant to be Troy's car. And, you know, (laughs) if they were a family with money, then they would buy a used car off the lot or lease lease a new car. Like they wouldn't have to fix up a junk car in order to use it. So... Although you know, we, don't we can know. read into that a little bit. It might just be Jack's hobby. We Yeah, we also don't know if this is like a family vehicle that like it's Hasn't a grandparents used, yeah. one that's um, got a history to it and just needs a little bit of touch up. But Troy might have thought they were just taking it in because of a, a change of family situation. And he's like, oh, we've just got this truck now. And Jack's like, it's yours. Yeah. But still, it's like some people would just get rid of an old truck and not find the way to make it useful. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so I don't know. I d- did we say everything we needed to say about this conversation? Oh, here's what I wanted to ask. Like in the in the structure of the movie, like 
they did include this conversation between Troy and Jack. Like this was a decision they made to like write this scene and, and say, Hey, Troy is actually going to reflect on this feelings with his father. And his father's going to give him this advice that pushes him forward. I guess, is this scene necessary? I mean, I, I think it's helpful. What do you think? I think it is as well. I also think it helps continue some of the themes very early on in the movie and reinforces some of the relationships and gives Troy some grounding in the same way. He's got Gabriella as a grounding marker, but he's also got his dad and it kind of reflects the changes that occurred over the first movie. And instead of having that regression, kind of like how we have with Taylor, we have a continuation in that Jack is supportive of his son and is very thoughtful and is actually listening to him better now. And th- they've m- progressed their relationship still. Yeah. I And the, the idea that the whole scene takes less than like a minute mm-hmm. spread over the course of two of our episodes, obviously takes less than a minute. You know, it checks in with a character that we haven't seen for a while. It moves Troy's character forward while also giving the audience a chance to check in with his emotions. Yeah. And I like what you said about actually referring back to the things that had happened previously in the movie, because it seems like we've just got in like a series of scenes that just happen. And you're like, okay, but how is any of this doing anything for the plot? And this scene is very clearly a part of the plot. So I'm glad that they thought to include Jack back here. Yeah. Now, I will ask you, because I can't answer this question, but what do you think Troy is taking from... What is Troy taking from this conversation? What is he bypassing? And how do you think this is going to affect his upcoming conversations with his friends? Yeah, I guess uh, something we don't say all the time is that I haven't seen this movie (laughs) I haven't seen the High School Musical movies. I don't know what's about to happen at any point. Um, I don't, that doesn't get said very often. No. I don't imagine that there are any listeners who like haven't been listening to this continuously, but yes, that that is true. So, I mean, usually Troy continues to have these conversations in a pretty healthy way. I don't imagine he's going to go over to Chad in the next minute and be like, Chad, I'm doing what's best for me. And if you can't get with that, then, then, screw you. I don't need you in my life. Like that doesn't seem like what's going to happen. I get like, I guess there's a version of the movie where he like takes his dad's pretty good advice, but in the wrong way and takes it in the wrong direction. But as I was saying in the last minute, it just seems like that thing with like his real friends will be there for him. And I don't see any more like Chad and Troy drama coming up in this movie. It seems like it would be between Troy and Gabriella somehow, but even then their relationship's still pretty strong. So I don't, I don't know. I, it might just be more of this like Troy have, <laughs> he almost needs to like sell his soul a little bit to like appease Sharpay and get what he wants out of the Evanses. So there's that, there's that aspect to it, which maybe he, he realizes that he doesn't need to sacrifice his own morals to, um, live a meaningful life, he can choose the community and his friends over self-focused determination towards the future. And 
And actually that gets him, as Hannah Montana would say, the best of both worlds. <laughs> oh, keep a pin in that Hannah Montana reference. We're going to get back to her. <laughs> um, is that this minute? No. Okay. No. But- I know at some point... Hannah, uh, Miley Cyrus shows up as girl in pool or pool girl or something. That is something that has been spoiled for me. Oh, man. Um, What do you think of their slightly dirty shirts? (laughs) (laughs) It's that we've had this issue before, I think, with like Jack and Troy doing something and it being like, well, this is obviously for a It's based in some reality somewhere. Like, yes, people work on cars, but it's just a little too clean, a little too perfect. Not, I think their kitchen, when they were rooting around in their fridge and they like pulled out milk and carrots. <laughs> like, it's just that slightly sanitized version that it's like, yeah, this is somewhat real, but also what? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's... It's just funny that, like, they, they they had enough thought to put, like, a stain on Troy's shirt, but not, like, real grease stains or, like, anything like that. Yeah. And then Jack kind of abruptly changes the subject. He sees that he said enough to Troy to get Troy to keep thinking about it in the future, but the conversation's not going to go anywhere else right now. So instead, he decides to change the subject to ask how the food is at Lava Springs. And Troy says insanely good and it's not like he says insanely good thanks to my dear friend zeke (laughs) or my dear friend martha i mean i don't think they like came up with the recipes they just implement yeah i mean whatever what's the chef's name michael chef michael yeah i mean yes everyone on the team is involved but like we have to assume that zeke and martha in many ways are still learning yeah but it's still Maybe Troy is taking that to heart already and being like, yeah, Zeke makes delicious, instead of being like, Zeke makes delicious, whatever. So Jack throws the keys at Troy and says, take her for a spin. And Troy goes, whoa, really? And then Jack's like, yeah, this is this car is a piece of crap. I'm not going to drive it. <laughs> he he basically says that. Yeah, he, the, the folks at home, Tyler's not joking there. It's like, well, you didn't think I was going to be driving this heap, did you? Yeah, but it's like this sort of like car surprise logic doesn't make sense. No. (laughs) You're like, what did you think you were doing with a car, Troy? Like, unless he just showed up to the garage and like and hadn't asked his dad yet. Like, this is the first day the truck's been in here. And because Troy wasn't particularly helping. He was just kind of talking. Yeah. He wasn't even like holding a flashlight. No. (laughs) <laughs> Which is the the cardinal first position when you're helping fix a car. And it's not even like the Karate Kid where like these cars have been like around and then it's like a sudden surprise that like, oh, you pick a car like. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's it's not the most like sensical thing, turn of events, but um, a car is something a teenager wants or needs. And this yep. is like the next step forward for Troy. And it's it's a fine enough moment we don't actually get to see him driving the car i guess we'll save that for later i don't even know if it'll come back we'll find out but instead we get another scene change unless is there anything else you have about the bolton household nope i I can't wait to talk about water aerobics with gabriella oh yeah 
raise up those knees as high as you can and spin your arms in little and circles. Spin your arms. That's that's multitasking on a on a mus- muscular level that um is pretty challenging. It's funny too that Gabrielle is not doing it in the pool with them. She's standing above the pool. And that's like, not an unusual thing, I feel like. I don't know. I feel like water aerobic water aerobics instructors are often in the pool with them so they can like swim over and correct if needed. This is something I only know from from movies and, and media. Same. Um <laughs> never been to a real life water aerobics course. But it seems I don't know. It seems like you go either way. I don't think we need to argue about this. No. I realized we could have asked our mother because she she did water physical therapy for a while, so could have asked. Um, if, but the, the thing the thing has to be like, there's no way Gabriella is qualified to be teaching this course. No, but they're like, here are the here are the exercises. Just have them do it for 20 minutes at 10, 10 o'clock. Yeah, I guess it's not that hard. The country club clientele aren't showing up to here because it's a gym. They're just looking for an activity to do in the pool. Mm-hmm. So the the stereotype with water aerobics is that it's for older individuals, generally older women. Yeah. There are two guys in the pool and they don't even appear to be that old. So yeah. it seems like an activity that people are just showing up to in general for fun. Which is awesome. Which I guess is healthy. Yeah, no, I was I, I was like trying to catch my catch around Gabrielle and see who was in the pool if we recognized anyone, but It'd have been funny if like one of the sharp pets was in there with like a hair <laughs> cap, like a shower cap on or something. But- um, and then Troy walks up and interrupts Gabriella's class, which just does not seem like a good vibe. Nope, nope. And says, "Hey, water bug." So now he has another new nickname for her. So it's not yeah, just lifeguard anymore. It's yeah. it's water bug now. What was the old one? Lifeguard. Oh, hey, lifeguard! Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Situational. I think it's. I think it's fair. But she's not um, even in the water this time. <laughs> so he apologizes for getting her in trouble. He didn't mean to do that, and she says same. So I like they're both acknowledging that they like they both played a part in what happened last night. Mm-hmm. We we kind of we kind of complained about Troy being a little bit more of a bad influence, which I think is true. Mm-hmm. But. You know, he apologized first, so. Yeah. I was wondering while they were chatting, like, what are the people in the pool thinking? Are they like, oh, my gosh, these two kids are so adorable together? And like. <laughs> or are they peeved they like, stop? hey, that's that's my that's my water aerobics instructor. Stop talking to your boyfriend and teach my gosh darn class. <laughs> yeah. It's it's it could go one of many ways or just like a couple of them just stop like, well, she's not looking. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I didn't I didn't see that, but that would be. Funny. No, I didn't either. But I think that would be funny, too. Um, it's the sort of it, it, it's another Pope in the pool type thing. This this one almost much more literal, literal. That, <laughs> where it's like, OK, if we're going to walk up and have our characters doing something before the conversation is initiated or while the conversation is happening even. Mm-hmm. It's it's a very small conversation because it gets interrupted by Sharpay, who is inside the country club with a 
comically decorated sign saying <laughs> see Fulton now. Like she spent yeah. at least 20 minutes on that sign. It's like bubble lettered. Every <laughs> inch of the paper is full and it's not in an eight and a half by 11. <laughs> yeah. It, I, I also took note of that. So much effort for a sign that seems to have limited practicality, limited use. Unless this is the sort of thing that she's using every day to just to remind Troy to go talk to his boss. Or not just Troy, like she has she shows it to anyone. She's like, oh, I, Martha, Seafolton now. Does the sign say Troy? I don't remember. No, it just says Seafolton now. Okay. She's shouting Troy. Okay. So yeah, she's inside. She's banging on a window towards the outside to get Troy's attention. Overall, it's like one of these like inconsequential minutes, like I guess Troy wanted to check in with Gabriella and apologize. This could have happened in any way. Mm-hmm. We we know that Sharpay is overbearingly involved in Troy's um, work schedule here. This could have happened in any way. This isn't any like more or less interesting a version of like a thirty second scene. Like nothing happens in this minute to change anything no except that troy mentions that gabrielle is gonna get a free cheeseburger at lunch but don't they get free meals yeah he says free cheeseburgers on me during her lunch break which is at 1 30 so presumably that's the only way that this is moving the story forward is just setting up that they forgive each other and they're gonna meet for lunch which sure um but i i thought i figured that might have been just kind of a joke on his part like yeah of course the food's gonna be free but he's claiming that it's on him because Or maybe that's funny. he's going to bring it out to her and they'll do like a little poolside picnic. They'll try yeah. again <laughs> without going in the pool this time. But what could Fulton possibly want with Troy, I guess, is the is the question that we have now. Because Troy's not in his like work clothes yet. He's still just in like a tank top. Yeah, he just arrived, it seems. So, Yeah. Yeah, Sharpay just, like, interrupts the moment in the way, like, she did in the the golf cart when Troy was asking for the secret date. Yeah, or, like, when she had them turn on the sprinklers. Like, she's not even nearby. She's far away. Yeah. But gosh darn, everyone needs to hear her. <laughs> um. So anything else for Minute 52, Condra? That's all I've got. But I do believe we have a DCOM of the Week segment that you've planned out. Oh, yes. Um, We're returning to a game that we've played once before, Um, a game that I call Play the Producer. It's kind of a choose-your-own-adventure, build-a-movie activity where I give you options, and then you have to pick what elements of the movie you want, and then um, what happens is, for the first round, there's five options, but every time you choose an option, then you get that, like, prestige category eliminated. Mm-hmm. So if you choose the best possible option for round one, then you can't choose the best possible option for the ne- for the following rounds. And then there's five rounds, so eventually you're stuck with the last category that you didn't pick. Do you remember this? Does that make sense? Okay. So here's the deal. So we're building we're building a decom. You're the producer. You have you have you have your pick of like what you want the look and feel and setup of this movie to be. And I'm I'm giving you the options based on who's available, what sort of perks that you're going to be able to get for the movie are. Mm-hmm. So first up, we have your star. Okay, mm-hmm. this is your star kid actor. Highest choice: Cole Sprouse. Then we got number two: Kyle Massey. Number three: Mitchell Musso. 
Number four, Daryl Sabara, who is Junie in Spy Kids. Thank you. And number five is Rin Sanborn, who is Jason in High School Musical. Okay, and am I making this movie to come out around the time of High School Musical, I assume? Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like 20, 2007, 2008. Okay, just all wanted of, to double all check. All of these guys, yeah, would be. Are actual, like, of the right age. Yeah, yeah. Um, I am actually going to go with Junie because he is not in any Disney Channel original movies. And let's ride the wave of some spy kids. All right. So we got Daniel Sabara, who was the, the, was the fourth choice. So you're, you're saving up for something nice. Good. Okay. So now you got your concept, your vague plot, your quick pitch. So highest option, reality competition show. Number two is Halloween. Number three is Suddenly Famous. Uh, you can't pick number four, but that one was Lesser Holiday. And number five is Save the Rec Center. So reality competition show, Halloween, Suddenly Famous, or Save the Rec Center? I think I'm going to go Suddenly Famous. I think that'll be fun okay. for him. Okay. Uh, and, and this is a common decom trope, Suddenly Famous, but mm-hmm. sure, let's, we'll do it again. For him, right. though, we've not really seen that for him. Yeah, yeah. All right, new category. We haven't seen this one before. Ooh. Featuring a song by... Ooh. Top, top choice is Maroon 5. Nice. Next after that is Allie and AJ. Um, you cannot pick the number three and four choices, which include Nora Jones and the Ting Tings. Oh, man. Love um, me and some your number, your number five option is the the recent American Idol winner. Oh, okay. Mm, I think I gotta blow my big one here and go Maroon Five. Okay, we're going for featuring a song from Maroon Five on the soundtrack somewhere. Got it. All right. Number four category is your budget considerations. So you. Cannot have a dream set piece. You cannot have like the fanciest possible mountain or or built set piece mm-hmm. of your dreams. But you can have the number two choice, which is a cool vehicle. Mm-hmm. Or you can have your number five choice, the cheapest choice, shot in the theme park. Now, and this could be like Disney's Hollywood Studios, which is a theme park, but it's like, you know, studio lot, basic mm-hmm. theme park lot. Um, yeah. And keep keep in mind your last your last category is your celebrity cameo. So yeah, but I think this would work for suddenly famous if they were to go to a theme park because he's like not expecting to get recognized and it could turn into a fun like Beatles type chase. So I'm gonna so go with the you, number five. So you have shot in a theme park now. Yes. Like this is a majority of the movie is just shot on the theme park lots. Okay. Um, that leaves you with your last category, which is all rounded down, um, which is your cameo from an actor named Tom. <laughs> um, so the number one option was Tom Hanks. Mm. I'll skip the number two option for now because this is the one that you got. Yeah. The number three option was Tom Bergeron, mm. um, host of former wow. host of He's America's three? Funniest Videos. And <laughs> dancing with the stars. You gotta think, like from a kid's Disney perspective, he's pretty big. No, yeah. Um, number four was Tom Everett Scott, who played Guy Patterson in our favorite movie, like, That Thing You Do. Yeah, okay. he was also in the Return to Witch Mountain movie oh that God. came out around this time. Yeah, but 
has never really broken through. And the number five action was Tom Lennon. Thomas Lennon, usually he goes by. He was uh, he plays Ned in 17 again. Okay. He's okay. a he's more like a low-key comedic character actor. Yeah. I Tom Everett Scott and Tom Lennon, I could have switched, but it didn't matter. Um, okay, num- so the number two option you've got was Tom Felton. Nice. <laughs> so you've got a movie with Junie from Spy Kids and Draco Malfoy. Amazing. Okay, Honestly, so a dream movie. So you've got a movie here. It's yep. Starring Daryl Sabara from Spy Kids mm-hmm. about a kid who becomes suddenly famous, mm-hmm. featuring a song by Maroon 5, shot almost exclusively in a theme park, but with a cameo from Tom Felton. I'm here for it. This sounds like a fun <laughs> movie, TBH. Like, this could even be California Adventure, which at this time was a very weird park. Because I don't think it would be Hollywood Studios. Yeah, but the idea that they like have to shoot it on a lot, we're like, this is a real street. <laughs> yeah. Would I think be, DCA would be, interesting. would be funny, too, for similar reasons. It was very much like vibe of California in California. Oh, I didn't say the what the two other options for the budget considerations yeah. were. Uh, the number three and four options were... Iconic costumes or something blows up. Mm. So you missed See, out on that. I was very much going back and forth between the car because that would have made sense for a suddenly famous kind of thing. But it wouldn't have to be a car. A cool vehicle could oh, cool. be any sort of vehicle. Oh. Could have been a boat, helicopter, or a train, or like a tank, but that seems unlikely. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, that was it. We, 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 you built no, a game. Fun. Yeah, we, haven't, built a movie. we haven't played that game in a while. So, no, that was nice. Thank you for setting that up. Oh, it was very easy. The hardest part was finding the the right balance of actors named Tom. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, where can people find us on the internet, Condra? People can find us on the Twitter at Amateur Nerds. Or me personally at Tyler Booty, T-Y-L-E-R-B-O-U-D-Y. You can send us an email to AmateurNerdsPresent at gmail.com. Yeah, let us know what you would want the title of Condra's movie to be or or if you think it would actually be good or not. Special thanks to our artist, Theo Golden, at TGoldenArt on Instagram. And our musician, Joe Winslow, whom you can find at JoeWinslowMusic.com. I've been Condra. And I've been Tyler. And we'll see you next time to find out just what Fulton wants out of Troy this time. You can bet on it. We did not keep the promise of talking about Jack's muscles, I just need to point out.